Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. My name is Trisha. I'm your host, and today I'm going to go through the five possible reasons why you are not able to lose weight. And this is for somebody who, you know, maybe you've been trying to lose weight for a while. Maybe you feel like you eat really healthy, you exercise a lot, maybe you're following some kind of program or have a coach, right? And you're just so frustrated that you can't lose weight right now. And so what I want to talk about is, you know, the five reasons I see are the most common and kind of go through a little bit of each one and what you can do to see if that applies to you and what you can do to take steps to change those if possible. So the number one I'm going to go with is the the lowest hanging fruit, which is you are not really in a calorie deficit. We all know that in order to lose weight, you have to be in a calorie deficit. Now it does get more complicated than that. And we're going to go into some other reasons of why that is later on, metabolic adaptation, hormones, blah, blah, blah. But to start with, the basic of the most basics is you are not in a calorie deficit. Now, maybe you're somebody who comes to me and says, but Trisha, I eat really clean. Like I eat really healthy. I don't ever have fast food. You know, I eat salads and acai bowls and smoothies. I eat really, really healthy. Okay, that's great. But are you in a calorie deficit? Because if you're not, you're not going to lose weight. So my first suggestion that I always tell everybody off the bat, you need to start tracking your food. Now, do you need to do it forever? No, definitely not. The goal eventually is to be able to eat intuitively, knowing how to eat and fuel your body efficiently. But in the beginning, awareness is key. So you may see that even though you're eating healthy, maybe you look and you're like, oh my God, I didn't realize that smoothie had that many calories. I didn't realize that this salad had 800 calories in it. I didn't realize that this dressing was so high in fat that I was using. I didn't realize that this you know, acai bowl has so much sugar in it. So when you start to really become more aware, you can start to make the appropriate changes and still eat healthy, but actually be in a calorie deficit. And I would also say to those of you who do track and you're like, yeah, but I don't eat 1400 calories a day. You know, I'm, I'm always eating really healthy. I know I stay in my macros. My next question, and maybe you can honestly say yes, and maybe for you it's one of these other reasons, but are you tracking everything? Are you really being honest? Are you really being honest? Did you really measure that tablespoon of peanut butter that you logged? Or did you just do a good old honest scoop from the jar? And if you've ever measured food using a food scale, you know the difference between your actual tablespoon, you know, that maybe is pouring over a little bit with peanut butter versus using a a scale, a food scale that says it's 32 grams per serving. You look at that compared to the 32 grams and you might have an extra half serving or an extra full serving of peanut butter that you didn't account for. Peanut butter is one example I like to use because it's such a high amount of calories that, you know, you could be eating an extra 150 to 200 calories just from an, an, a little extra unmeasured bit of peanut butter. And so imagine if there's several things like that throughout your day that you're not actually measuring with a food scale, logging correctly, you could be eating three to 500 calories every day. So maybe you think you're in a calorie deficit. You think you're eating 14, 1500 calories, which honestly is too low in my opinion. But let's say that's what you are thinking you're eating. Maybe you're actually eating 
1800 calories. And maybe that's why you're not losing weight because you're not in a calorie deficit anymore. So that's why, you know, really tracking honestly, logging your food to actually know if you're in a calorie deficit. And if you don't know what a calorie deficit would be for you, there are many resources online. I am one of them. For example, I do just, you know, macro consultations. If you don't want coaching and you're just like, I just want to know what my calories should be, hit me up because that is something I offer. And I also have some tools where you can kind of like learn how to do it on your own as well. So message me if you're not sure, but that is number one, a low hanging fruit right here is you're not in a calorie deficit. <laughs> now, the second one is another obvious, pretty obvious low hanging fruit. Okay. Of uh, If you're not losing weight, it could be because you are not moving enough or you're not doing the right kinds of movement for fat loss. So there's maybe two camps of people here. Maybe there's somebody who really does not exercise, you have a desk job, you're very sedentary, and maybe there's the person who takes five hit classes a week and does their Peloton every day and they still can't lose weight, okay? So let's start with the person who's not exercising at all. Just by adding in a step goal, Okay, just starting small. 5,000 is an easy one. If you want to give yourself an extra push, 7,000 is pretty easy to hit. If you really want to go above and beyond, 10,000 steps a day will increase your metabolism and your total daily energy expenditure so much that just by being in a calorie deficit and having 10,000 steps a day, this is for somebody who's never worked out a day in their life, not interested in working out, those two things alone, I guarantee you, will start your fat loss. I've seen it happen with many of my own clients. Um, So that is an easy place to start is just adding in more movement via steps. Now, if you're somebody that's like, well, I already work out. I do two gym classes a day. I do my Peloton three times a week. I run half marathons on the weekends. Okay, that is great. All movement is good movement. That's what I believe. If that's your jam and you love doing those things, by all means, that's wonderful. But if you're trying to lose fat, it may not be the most effective way to do it. Sometimes less is more. Some people actually overtrain. And we're going to get to why that might be a stressor on the body. It might be counterintuitive to weight loss. So for some of you, you may benefit by doing less high-intensity cardio classes and more of a heavy weight training lifting regimen a couple days a week two days a week, three days a week with 10,000, 7,000 steps. Really, guys, that's all you need. Now, if you like doing those other things, you could definitely supplement with that. But you don't need to do two hours of high-intensity interval training a day to lose weight. And I'm speaking from experience from somebody who did that for years, who really believed the only way I could lose weight was running until running didn't work anymore. Okay, so, you know, not to mention... It can be a lot of wear and tear on your body, especially as we get older on our joints. And weightlifting has so many long-term benefits, not just for fat loss, but for your bone density, for your overall health, you know, throughout your life um, so that, you know, you don't have a lot of these chronic conditions as you age. So that's a side note on weightlifting. But the other thing to remember is that when you lift weights and you're building muscle, your body is burning calories 
even when you finish working out. The process to regenerate and repair muscle will cause your body to continue to burn calories while you're sleeping. So how amazing is that, right? You don't need to have your exercise watch on. It is doing it while you're resting. So that's why, you know, if you're not moving enough or you're not doing the right types of movement, it can be really frustrating, but it's an easy fix. So that's number two is movement, okay? Either not enough or you're not doing the right kind of movement. Now, number three is one that people can easily kind of roll their eyes at, and I'm going to talk about this one in one of the other sections as well, but number three is you're too stressed. Stress, chronic stress, has a negative impact on our weight loss, whether you want to admit it or not. It is just a scientific fact. When we are stressed, it raises a hormone in our body called cortisol. And when we have high levels of cortisol in our body, it will downregulate a lot of the other hormones and it will really affect our metabolism. Why does this happen though? Okay, why it happens is because we are primitive. We're very primitive creatures, okay, human beings. And so in a high state of stress, our body, it wants to protect itself. It wants to protect you from the stressors. And so in that state of, you know, self-preservation, it is going to prioritize the things that are the most important, like functions in your body. Weight loss is not going to be one of them. Having efficient and optimal sex hormones is not going to be one of them. When you're in that high state of stress, chronic stress over a long period of time, this can actually lead to you gaining weight or not being able to lose weight. It can lead to autoimmune disorders. Okay, so stress, guys, is really, really important. I myself did not believe this years ago. And I was actually at one point diagnosed borderline hypothyroidism because I just had so much stress, overtraining, stress of my workload, not sleeping enough, which is going to be the next one. Um, even though I was in a calorie deficit, I was eating barely anything. I was training three days a week, three days, a, three times a day, sorry, seven days a week, pretty much. And I could not lose weight, guys. I could not lose weight. Once I peeled back the layers of my stress, I cut back my workload, I started training less, I started resting more, those things alone led my body to finally relax and start to lose weight. Some of you have a stressor of dieting too much. If you've been chronically dieting for years, that is a stress on the body. Eventually, your body's going to say, enough's enough. And it just will refuse to lose weight. So if you're somebody where you're just, you know, super stressed from work, you're super stressed from something emotional in your life, maybe you have the stress of dieting. And what do you guys also notice when you're stressed? You probably crave the junk more, okay? When you're stressed, what do you want to reach for? You want to reach for the candy. You want to reach for the chocolate, right? And so by reducing your stress, doing things that are benefiting your parasympathetic nervous system, doing things like meditation, doing things like a cold shower or an ice bath, okay? Those are things that are going to strengthen your resiliency to handle stress more without harming your body, okay? Those are really positive things you can do. Other things you can do are journaling, 
Taking a nice slow walk is a great stress relief sometimes. Exercise can be a stress relief. Obviously, it can be a stressor we talked about, but it could also be a stress relief, okay, depending on how you use it. Yoga, deep breathing, things like that. So if if you feel like, okay, you know, Maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'll give this a try. Maybe I'll I'll try to reduce my stress. These are all things that you can do. And believe it or not, if you're too high stressed, it will impact your fat loss. So number three is that your stress is too high. Now number four is that you are not sleeping enough. And again, sleep, guys. You might think like, ah, oh, you know, what what does sleep have to do with weight loss? Sleep, having enough deep sleep really is a process of regeneration, of recovery, okay, of supporting a lot of our immune functions, a lot of our hormonal functions. A lot of that stuff happens during deep sleep. Now, if you are not sleeping more than seven hours a night, consistently, I'm not talking about once in a while, if consistently you're sleeping less than seven hours a night, or you're in bed for seven hours, but you're waking up every couple of hours, and it's not restful, and you don't have that deep sleep, you are going to struggle with cravings. You're going to struggle with inflammation, with weight loss, with all of those things. So we want to make sure that we really, really get that deep sleep. Now, if you're not sure, you know, the beautiful thing nowadays is that uh, a lot of the watches that we have, the Fitbits, the Apple watches, the Aura Ring, the Whoop watch, a lot of those devices actually measure your quality of sleep. So it's a nice way to kind of biohack yourself and see like, okay, I'm not sure if I'm really getting restful sleep or not, right? And you can actually measure it, where the watch, where the belt around your body or take your, you know, take your stats in the morning. All of them are kind of different modalities and you can really see how deep are you actually sleeping. And it it might even give you a sleep score for the day of how recovered you are. So, you know, if you're under sleeping and you feel like you're always hungry, you're always tired, you're always fatigued, this is a big thing to work on. So, you know, don't take it for granted. Sleep is super important. I know that stress and sleep are one of those ones that people are like, eh, whatever, you know, it, it doesn't really make a difference, but it really, really does, guys. So if you're not sleeping more than seven hours a night, that is a big one that you can work on to help you be able to lose weight. Now, number five, number five, number five is a doozy. And I really, really hope that for you, if you're somebody listening who's struggling, I hope for you that it is one of these first four that you can really work on before this fifth one happens. And I'm going to take a sip of water before I enter this fifth one. That's how serious it is here. Number five, reason why you're not losing weight, possibly, is metabolic adaptation. You might be metabolically adapted. Now, what does that mean? <laughs> that's kind of a hot word that's thrown out, you know, a lot. And I think a lot of people might confuse some of these other first four areas and uh, think that they're metabolically adapted, but really it's one of these other ones that we talked about. But metabolic adaptation is really the body's process to conserve energy and to slow weight loss for that purpose of survival, any perceived energy shortage. So what does that mean? It means that let's say over a long period of time, you have chronic stress and you're chronically under eating. 
chronically eating a thousand calories a day, 900 calories a day. Let's say you're on one of these stupid Optavia diets, you know, where you're eating packaged food over a long period of time, not getting enough nutrients. Okay. So what happens is, you know, the body goes into a protective mode and it will start to slow down a lot of your functions to match the energy that you are putting into your body. So if you're only giving your body a thousand calories a day, but maybe your body, okay, to work your heart, your lungs, your hormones, your metabolism, to exercise, to handle stress, to, you know, operate your brain, your nervous system. Let's say your body, your basal metabolic rate is actually like 1400 calories, okay? And over a long period of time, you're eating a thousand calories. What your body will do is once it realizes like, Okay, you know, it maybe at first it'll start to lose weight. Of course, you're in a calorie deficit, but over a long period of time, your body will adapt. That's why you should not be in a dieting phase forever. This is the consequence. Your body will start to adapt and it will start to slow down, down regulate some of these functions that take up energy. And it will start to just automatically do this. You might not feel it in the beginning. Okay, but maybe eventually you start to feel really fatigued. Maybe you just feel like you don't have as much energy as you used to. You feel really run down all the time, but you're still exercising really hard. You're still dieting really hard, but you're not losing weight. It's your body protecting itself. It's your body saying, okay, we're only getting a thousand calories, so let's kind of shut all of these things down. Let's slow down the metabolism. Let's slow down our sex hormones. Let's slow down, slow down production of this hormone, that hormone. And these hormones, guys, are all essential to your metabolic function. So if it's slowing down your thyroid hormones to preserve energy because you're only getting a thousand calories a day and you're also working out like a mad woman, it's not going to have enough energy for everything you need. So in this case, when you are metabolically adapted, first of all, it's not permanent, okay? These, these things can be reserved, can be reversed. They can be fixed, these adaptations. But in order to do that, in order to do that, you will have to really reduce your training, take a lot of stress off of your plate, and we have to go into a period of a reverse diet. We need to bring our calories back up to a place where your body feels safe again, to where your body feels like, okay, I'm getting 1,600 calories, I'm getting 1,700, I'm getting 1,800, I'm getting 2,000 calories. Wow, I have all of this fuel to do all of the things necessary in your body and all the extra stuff that you want to do. And it will start to allocate that energy out. Now, in the beginning, may there be some slight weight gain? Yes, absolutely. It's very possible. But in the long run, what ends up happening is now your body, it's always adapting. It'll start to adapt to the higher calories. So if you give yourself time, and time may be three months, it may be four months, it may be six months, it may be a year, depending on how long you've been metabolically adapted, how long you've been chronically dieting for years and years and years, It might take you longer of going into that reverse dieting phase. But what ends up happening, guys, on the other side of that is now let's say you're eating 2,000, 2,200 calories. Now, let's say your body adapts and all of a sudden, maybe you're not gaining weight, you're not losing weight, you're just maintaining, okay? You're just 150 pounds every single day eating 2,200 calories. That's a beautiful place to be. If at that point 
you're not losing weight, you're eating all of this food, all of this massive amounts of food, all of these carbs, all of these calories, you're happy, you're well fed, you have tons of energy, you sleep really well at night, your stress is pretty low, okay? You enjoy family meals, you enjoy eating things that you you like to eat, you feel nourished. Now, let's say you're like, okay, all right, things are good. I'm ready to diet again. Now when we diet, guess what? You'll be able to eat like 17, 1800 calories and lose weight versus that starvation that you were doing to yourself eating a thousand calories a day. Now dieting down to 1800 calories a day is a much safer place for your metabolism and your body than it was eating 900 calories a day. So Guys, I could go on forever about that, but I'm going to leave it at that. It, th- those are the five ways that you know I see that if you're not losing weight, those are all things that you have control over, okay? Those five reasons. Again, number one is you may not really be in a calorie deficit. Now, some people think they're metabolically adapted and they're like, oh, my metabolism's adapted. I only eat 1,400 calories a day. But go back to what I said in number one. Are you really in a calorie deficit? Or are you just not tracking properly? Okay, so that's the first stone to uncover. Number two is you're not doing enough movement or enough of the right type of movement. Okay, if you're overdoing the HIIT cardio classes, take it back a notch, add in some strength training, increase your steps. Number three, your stress is too freaking high. Bodies do not thrive in states of stress. You got to reduce the stress. Number four, you're not getting enough sleep. Okay, if you're not sure, get an aura ring, get a whoop, use your Apple watch and really see How well are you sleeping or not? Because those do have an effect on your cravings, inflammation, your recovery, and your weight loss. Number five is if all of those stones are uncovered and you've already answered all of those first four, you may be metabolically adapted if you've been under eating and over training for a very long period of time. Your body may be adapted, but it's not broken. You can fix all of these things. You can fix all of these things. So if that is the case for you and you're in that number five metabolically adapted state, don't fret and <laughs> reach out for help. I have resources to help you with that as well. And you know any of these reasons that you're not losing weight, send me a message if you're like, man, Trisha, that's definitely me. You know, I, I know I should do weight training, but I don't know how. I can help you with that. If you're like, uh, I don't know how many calories I should be eating, we can do a macro assessment. If you're having trouble managing your stress or being able to sleep more, those are things we can talk about. And if you're metabolically adapted, you want to have a coach to guide you through this process. Because if you're just like, well, okay, Trisha said maybe I'm metabolically adapted, so eh, F it, I'm just going to eat 25 calorie, 2,500 calories a day. But you're not doing it with the intention of eating the right macronutrients, the right micronutrients nutrients, the the right supplementation, the right vitamins in your in your foods that you're eating, okay, it can really wreak havoc on the other side of it. So you want to do it in an intentional and a systematic way. So please reach out for help or if you have questions, send me a message. And yeah, I hope that this maybe you know, give you some ideas of if you're somebody who has been struggling, some things that you can do to, you know, help yourself through that process. So that's it guys. I'm going to leave it at that for today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I will talk to you all next week. Have a great rest of your day.